Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday, February 3rd. I am assuming it's still cold as heck out there. Yeah, I think it was supposed to stay cold for a little while here in Edmonton. Broadcasting live in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada on the Podbean app. Joining live every morning. Ask your questions, get them answered, move forward, take action, buy properties, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, minus 20. feels like minus 27 right now. But tomorrow's one degree. Yay. Whoa. And rain. No, Yay. no, 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 no. And then no, snow. No. That's not good. No. Is it seriously changing 28 degrees? Yeah. In well, a day? For tomorrow, yeah. What else is new? It's been the story of this winter. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good for our properties. No. It's not good for anything. Sidewalks, roads, back alleys. <laughs> I'm more concerned about our properties and damage, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Atacrane. We learned about that about a month ago. Atacrane, yes. Yeah. Not fun. Not good. <laughs> Upcoming events. Oh, you're looking at me. Yeah. yeah. Upcoming events. Uh, February 25 to 27. Did mm -hmm. I get that right? Yeah. Um, the Real Estate Investing Cabin Retreat out in Alberta Beach. Still have a couple spots available. And can I get a little spoiler? Mm, it's not confirmed yet. I know. Okay. Zip. We have something a new guest speaker confirmed. Semi-confirmed. Uh, we'll yeah. talk about it maybe in a day or so. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll be confirming in about five hours. You okay. Just be patient, Gabby. Okay. Patience. Um, ex exciting news about the upcoming uh, cabin retreat yes. that we will announce in about five hours. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, so if you want to attend that, the link is in the show notes. It's in both of Wayne and Mai's uh, links in our bios. If you want to know what it's all about, just listen to me talking about it yesterday on yesterday's and show. Before, and the day before that. I think I did a really good job explaining the, the purpose of it yesterday. Yes, you though. did indeed. Um, yeah. Yep. Is that the only, um, the only solid event we have on the books at the moment? Yeah, lots of ideas. Tons of ideas. Lots of ideas. <laughs> but uh, nothing confirmed yet. I'm yeah. going to leave it at that. Let's just focus on the most important thing right now. And, um, and I'm, look, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, as always. Yeah. I would do them once a month if I could. I really would. It just happened, so happened that we have January and February because January filled up really fast. And then other people were interested in February. So we're like, okay, fine, we'll do it. But I'm, yeah, I would love to do it every month. It, it fires me up. Yeah, definitely. Every yeah, you like it's a lot of work leading up to it, and it's uh, and then, and then it happens, and then it's just like pumps you up with energy, and you leave like yeah, fired up. When you surround yourself <laughs> with other people who are having those same experiences, of you know, just that 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 huge surplus of energy or influx of energy. And then everybody just leaves all mo with this huge momentum. I, I get it too. Yeah. And I love to use it. Yeah. 
and put it into my own projects. Um, on the Podbean app here, um, Pete is asking, morning, folks. I'm really interested in the cabin retreat, but I have commitments for that weekend. Is there another one scheduled for later in the year? Unfortunately, nothing scheduled yet. Yeah. Um, we're not 100% sure when we're going to be doing the next one. Yeah. So, But stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, or if you can change your commitments, change them. <laughs> Don't miss out. Yeah. Yeah. What do we got going on today, Wayne? Uh, I've got a relatively boring day for a real estate investor. Yeah. I got a phone call. I got another phone call. Don't you have a meeting this afternoon? I have a coffee meeting. Yeah. But like nothing, nothing crazy. Um, it's one of our property's anniversaries. Is it? Yeah. It's a six year, no. Yeah. Six year anniversary of one of our properties wow. today. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just looking at the calendar. <laughs> I've yes, I put our properties anniversaries in our calendar. <laughs> got some good news from a lawyer last night. Did you? Late, late last night. We were waiting on some money to be coming through and there was a delay and hmm, apparently least... it's in the mail. In the mail? Be arriving on Friday. Oh, big chunk of Big chunk of money. So that's good. Cheers. Cheers. Can we hear it? Uh, Your cup is not glass. I don't like it. (laughs) Sure, it's all fancy and you can maintain your perfect heat. Yay. Doesn't offer a great clink. (laughs) Uh, Courtney says here, we were looking at our utility bills. What is everyone doing about these atrocious bills? Is everyone who includes utilities raising their costs? Yeah, Mm. they are pretty atrocious. Um, I'll tell you my thoughts on that is that this summer, our utilities were still fairly low. So I want to wait until I can average out my utilities once winter is over Mm -hmm. and look at the average over the past year and see where we're actually sitting. That's what I always do. I always look at the average um, when I'm doing my bookkeeping just to see where we're sitting. So I, you know, I can't look at a couple bad months and say I'm raising my utilities because we have had extreme cold snaps yeah, um, and those types of things. So um, I'm pumping the brakes and just waiting until we get into the spring to take a look at the average. Yes. But with that in mind, they are, you know, forever rising. So yeah, if you're like at the brink of, of what your flat fee utilities are that you're charging tenants, if you're, you know, hovering on that, then definitely give yourself a buffer. Uh, consider going with a fixed approach as opposed to an open or a variable approach for utilities. Um, I, I, I know it's significantly cheaper in the moment, but you know, this happened last year at some point, everybody got notified and, you know, something, something electricity or natural gas or something like that went up and everybody was losing it. And then, yeah, in these cold months, yeah, the bills can go like it, at any time with an open or a variable. I can't remember what they call it. I think they call it variable. Um, they can change the rates, right? Yeah. And um, that can instantly change your bills very, very quickly. Yeah, I was looking at um, there are some people posting like screenshots of their their bills on some Facebook pages. I haven't seen And those. I was looking at the price of of what they were paying. They must have been on variable. 
because yeah. it was insane. I so I quickly pulled up mine. I was like, "Oh my god, what is mine?" And it was like, yeah, ten cents cheaper um, per kilojoule or whatever it is. So yeah, definitely. Have, have our bills been affected? Oh yeah, they're high, one hundred percent. Why high. haven't you told me? They're all. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like a for it's a constant thing. It's like you know, I always get shocked some months, and then other months it's like totally fine. So. And the interesting thing also is that like we have certain properties, like one of our pretty much brand new builds, it's like a few years old, high efficiency, everything always has way higher bills than like some of our older properties. And I'm like, why is that? So I've been trying to like, Math lab. <laughs> I've been trying to compare, compare bills over the years and like see the difference in the usage and how many people are in this one compared to how many people are in that one. And it's, it's a hard thing to crack those uh, utility bills, I tell you. I have a weird feeling that someone's going to jump in and offer ACN subscriptions right now. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Someone's going to jump on this opportunity right now and call in with their <laughs> ACN pitch. Please don't. Just do us a, do us a favor and don't. <laughs> We're not interested. Oh. Um, no, and but- I'm probably stepping on a few toes by saying that because I know one of you listening live or the recording is doing ACN. It just, here's the thing. I don't, I don't mind saving money and I don't mind people helping people save money. I do mind being approached about it every single time I meet someone new in real estate investing. Yeah. Um, but also go to the, I can't remember what the website's called, but go to the, the, um, distribution website that tells you all the distributors and what their rates are. Mm. I think it's like CanadaEnergy.com or something like that. And there is big differences between the distributors. Now, just keep in mind that some of them are small companies who have shit customer service that won't be able to help you when you need help. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that is a big problem with said company that Wayne just mentioned. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyways, Keep that in mind. Don't always, you know, just like anything in life, don't always go for the cheapest option. Um, You need to consider the service you're getting and all those types of things as well. But yeah, those rates do fluctuate big time from company to company. So you might want to see what the options are and maybe lock into something a little bit lower. Mm -hmm. If you're in like, if you're using somebody who has outrageous prices compared to the rest and there's some reputable companies in there. Yeah. Make the switch. Josh just made a very good point on the Podbean app here. Um, and I had a, I was going to say it, Josh, but at the same time, um, my wife never told me that our bills were high. So I never looked. And this is the first thing that I do. I don't automatically assume that rates have gone up. I look at, I actually look at the bill. Like what is, did you look at the bill? I, yeah. I don't want to put you, put you on the spot. No, yeah, I did. Yeah. I looked at it extensively. Is it, was it the rates that changed that caused it to go up or was it the distribution and delivery charges? Uh, rates and usage distribution charges are always high, but the usage because of the cold snap, the usage is way up, like almost doubled. Seriously. It made it like, yeah. how, how much of a difference are we talking on our bill? Um, on the, on the total uh, 30 bucks, hundred bucks. Oh, over a hundred. Because of usage. I mean, Okay, one of these days I'm going to come prepare with a bill. Sorry. Yeah. Had I known this, I would have came with a bill and I would have went through it with you guys. But natural gas is is calculated by it's not gigajoule. I don't know what's what. I'm not a I can't remember. I I did some serious <laughs> research into this years ago when I was trying to figure out whether I should go fixed or or variable. 
just, you know, spend the 20 minutes researching online, researching your bills and figure it out, make a decision, make a decision, put it on autopilot and never, ever think about it again. That's why I'm shocked to find out that there was, if there's a change, let me know. I want to look at it. I'm going to make another decision and I'm going to move on and put it on autopilot. I don't like thinking about these things. I hate talking about these things. Um, cause, cause I should have been insulated from this. I made a decision years ago. Why is this affecting me? Why is, why is this taking up my morning show? Why are we well, you know, about it wasn't affecting you because I didn't bring it to you. And now you're complaining that I didn't bring it to you. You were isolated from it until your mm. lovely listeners brought it up. Mm. <laughs> as much as I would love to provide lots of education and, and insight and, and talk about our day-to-day lives on the podcast, I know that a lot of that stuff is just extra noise that prevents people from taking action. Can you believe that there's probably at least one person listening to the show that is, that is hearing about utilities and thinking to themselves, oh, no, I should never get into suite of properties now? Truthfully, that's that's probably, I, I hear stuff like this all the time. Well, I heard that utilities have gone up, so it doesn't make any sense to buy a rental property anymore. Raise your so, rents. Raise your what? Your rents or your oh. utility charges. <laughs> I, I thought you said pants. <laughs> Pull your pants up. <laughs> We're wearing headphones, so <laughs> sometimes I can't quite hear Gabby clearly. <laughs> Raise your what? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Are you looking up the bill? I, oh, please don't. It's it's no, it's because it's I, I don't have enough. I need the bill with me. I need five minutes to look at it. So it's it's not important. But I mean, take a look at your bills and study it. Figure out what it is. Is it the distribution charge? Is it delivery charge? Is it carbon tax? As far as I know, carbon. I I, I looked at now. Here's. I looked at this years ago when the carbon tax was first coming out and it was going to affect energy bills. I looked at. It. That's why I wanted to see because every Tom Dick and and, and restaurant owner in rural Alberta was crying on, on CBC news. And I'm like, okay, well, well how does this, what, what is available? What, what, what incentives have they provided the government? I just want to look at this. I want to study it. Let's figure out what options are available. How much is this actually affecting their gas charges? And so I did my research. How much is this, is this actually, actually affecting me? And let's just be knowledgeable, right? And let's make, let's have a logical conversation about this. And yeah, I mean, restaurant owners were affected by it. Um, if you heat with gas, yeah, it's, it's going to be a big problem. But, um, but for my properties, I wasn't, you know, I looked at it. I'm like, okay, that's, this is this, this is this. It's affecting that by about $10 a month. Okay, cool. Doesn't really affect my bottom line very much. Well, on like a suited property, the carbon tax is like 40 bucks on a townhouse. It's like 20 bucks. So I don't know. I'm to not me, agreeing because I don't remember. I, that, that I don't have it with me. No, I'm, I'm telling you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I can't remember what it's, I can't remember what it's calculated on though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not this it's not the total. I think it's it's calculated off of the usage and if therefore if the usage is four times as much this month. Yeah. Then it's going to be higher. I guess my point was that if $40 or $20 is going to uh kill you and your property and make it a bad investment then you're not investing in the right way. Mm. Sorry, probably unpopular comment there, but mm. Anyways, any other questions, guys? <laughs> Utility bills are high. Um, you know what I have seen? I have seen on different landlord groups um, and list uh, rental listing groups and pages. That's now the norm used to be 
uh, $400 to $450 a month total if it was a flat rate utilities. So it'd normally be um, 300 no, it's $500. Yeah, $500. $300 downstairs. I, I remember it being $100 upstairs. more than, yeah. $300 upstairs, $200 downstairs. What I'm seeing now is 350 to $400 upstairs and 250 to $300 downstairs. That certainly would have covered the bills this month. While people are looking at it, you know, to cover this month, they see one month is bad. Yeah. But I mean, in most summer months, it's it's around four hundred, right? So I mean, oh, even lower. Like in the summer, we've had some three hundred, three hundred and fifty total. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's why I say like it's hard to just be like, oh my god, from like this past month and be like raising our rates. Yeah. This is a this is obscene. You just you know need what to I mean? take. You gotta step back and see the big picture. Well, take your twelve month average. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then that's and then add a little bit of padding on there on top of it for months like this. Yeah. Right. That's why if the average over the year is four hundred and thirty five dollars and you're collecting five hundred dollars every month, you get a sixty five dollar buffer every month times twelve is an extra seven hundred dollars a month a year. Is that correct? Sure. Approximately seven eight hundred bucks extra, yeah. you know, to cover these odd months like this where there's high heating charges. Yeah. Easy. But then but then also when they go below that. <clears throat> that 500 mark and they're sitting or 450 whatever you said and they're sitting at 350 you're also banking an extra 100 on those months yeah so yeah so on average on average you're probably throughout a year if that's the numbers that you were using that's the numbers that we use we normally bank an extra 75 bucks a month in cash flow mm -hmm. just off of you know providing utilities into the reserve yeah yeah which covers us for future rare occurrences mm -hmm. 20 minutes on utilities you know what the fact that we talked about this for 20 minutes means that i very likely have to title this podcast <laughs> what's up with the utilities in alberta hey that that's and that that makes it. me cringe <laughs> that i am actually releasing a podcast titled something with titled something about utilities Oh my gosh. And people are going to click that, on it. I was going to say that's clickbait. OMG, utility rates are skyrocketing. People will And it was just Wayne and it. Gabby bickering for 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> about how he was never informed. <laughs> <laughs> Why was I not informed? I should be isolated from okay, it. Make so up your damn mind. Quickly, give us something else to talk about so I can fill the rest of the podcast. On that topic, title. and then I don't have to title this podcast, OMG, What's Up With Utilities in Alberta. <laughs> and you know what? If not, let's call in now. If you're, what province are you in and where's your utility rates at? <laughs> well, that carbon tax is federal, so nobody's escaping it, Wayne. <laughs> carbon tax is so 2018. <laughs> no, it's not. When did the carbon tax come out? I don't know. Please hold. Lindsay says you could always talk mindset, Wayne. Go and get him fired up, Lindsay. Dude, Please. I had to knock him down a few pegs last time. <laughs> you know, think about mindset. <laughs> don't. Don't. Something else, you guys. Come on. When did carbon tax... Uh, click, 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 click. Um, when did it start? Hmm. What's the verdict? Why do I you care? I'm curious. When did the 
carbon tax start get introduced <laughs> yeah it's just not giving me a good answer two no 2007 that's okay it was introduced wilson says let's talk about edmonton the ca the cash flow capital of canada <laughs> does wilson have a webinar coming up like today today I think he has one today. He's getting free advertising. Tonight, yeah. Well, if you're interested in Wilson and Jess's... What time, mountain time, Wilson? Huh! And you know what? What? Wilson and Jess were also just guests, episode 148, on Real Talk with Gary. Gary. Sharing Gary our story Hibbert, right? on how to invest in multiple provinces. You know, their image looks a lot better than my image <laughs> when I was on the show. Apparently, so their, Gary's come a long way. <laughs> their uh, webinar is at 6 p.m. Mountain Time tonight. Mountain Time. Yep. 8 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> well, congratulations on your webinar tonight. I know it's going to be great. If I got time to attend, I will. It's normally right around dinner time. And yeah, it's tough. that's like the one time. Family time. Yeah. That's that's family time. You know what it is. Let's just be honest. That's Jeopardy time. <laughs> that's fam Jeopardy is family. family time. <laughs> that is our family traditions. We watch Jeopardy with dinner every night. That's uh, feel free to judge in the comments. <laughs> judge us. <laughs> um, but send me the recording. Uh, absolutely. If I if I can't. And uh, they always do a really great job. And also, I'm I'm going to be listening to their podcast as well on Real Talk with Gary. That's, yes. That should be very interesting as well. Yeah. Hey, you, Bradley, uh, welcome. We've got Bradley. Who? <laughs> Bradley hasn't been on in a while. Yeah. Hmm. Well, here's something. It's February 3rd. Yeah. Have you received all of your rent? Hmm. Mm. Looks like I may be delivering an eviction notice today. Yeah. Yeah. That one darn tenant. <sighs> so let's. <laughs> yes, I'm. I miss Alex Trebek as well. Oh, I missed some. Uh... Josh was talking about Alex Trebek. Mm -hmm. Um. So let's walk you through this whole uh, this whole late rent thing. Uh, February first. We didn't receive rent. Yeah. Um, February 2nd. So this is the tenant that. The whole situation last month. It was, well, <laughs> uh, well, I just remember the tail end of it. Something, something can't have access to my bank account. Okay, well. Can't do e-transfer. I have COVID. Yeah. So first she was uh, potentially being deported. Mm -hmm. So we're like, was she deported? <laughs> then when he went to go deliver the eviction notice on day whatever it was, and she answered the door and said, I'm so sorry, I've been in the hospital with COVID. And she was very sick, so it was believable. Um, I yada, 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 will get you the money. I'm so sorry, I just saw all your emails, <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. 
then I call her to figure out what's going on. And um, she's also in the middle of um, uh, separation stuff. Mm. And uh, apparently banks were frozen. Oh, a lawsuit, not just separation stuff. And so um, they froze her bank account so that she couldn't send e-transfer. Yeah. So she was going to get, um, she's like, either I can uh, get, my friend to get cash and um and meet you to give you cash or if you could wait until friday when i'm out of isolation i can um i can f figure out the money and and get it transferred to you maybe through my friend or something let's just pause right there now landlords um how many of you how many of you have your bullshit radars going off right now i do i do like seriously when you hear all of that the more complicated the story is yeah. the more likely it is that they're just trying to pad that lie as much as possible COVID-19 is a very very easy excuse to use these days my husband is something 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 I'm getting deported and my bank account is frozen well you can't argue that how, how do I know how do I know what's going on and I can't. Well, you can ask for the for the uh, bank to send you. You can actually contact your bank and and get them to send you a letter, um, stating that my bank it like to send to whoever is expecting money from you. Mm -hmm. So we have actually had somebody, one of our tenants, experience identity fraud, where their bank accounts did get frozen, Ugh. and there was an actual like claim and record with the bank. Um, that they were able to provide uh, a statement with contact information for a person at the bank stating that the banks are indeed bank accounts are indeed frozen. So I that's something that we forgot about the, all of that nonsense for yeah. those eight months we had to deal with her. Yeah. So there are things that we could have could have done. Mm hmm. Um, but time is of the essence. Yeah. And do you really want to be waiting for them to be sending you documents? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, we were I'll talking do it tomorrow, like, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. And we were talking about like a few days. And here's a couple things on my end is that like she was um, both visibly to Wayne and on the phone, like yeah. very sick. She was very sick. And when I signed her, um, I knew that there was like she was looking for a place because of a separation and she had concerns about um about i i don't know how to how to put it into words but like about um getting deported no not deported um like custody battle like all that kind of stuff okay about like needing to like go to court and like all those types of things and she literally was with me going through her bank accounts, showing me how much money she had saved and that this wouldn't be a problem. And these are my accounts and I have money to make sure that, you know, rent is always paid and, and yada, yada, yada. She's really good with her money and, and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it was, um, I did take a bit of a chance on her. Um, but I also like to give, um, you know, single moms a chance when I can, when it makes sense and they can show me the proof of how they're going to make it work. Um, Call that a soft spot if you want. Call that a <laughs> a bad move on my part if you want. But I do. I do do that. And we've had very long-term tenants uh, giving single moms a chance in the past as Shout well. Shout out to the single moms. Yeah. So. Um, Why did I even say that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to be funny. <laughs> um, Sorry. That sounded bad. Anyway, so when she told me that this was going on, I was like, that literally lines up with like what she had told me when she moved in, which yeah. was then, uh, you know, 
July six, seven months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, the stories were matching up and I was like, whatever, it's a few days to wait for the money. If it doesn't come in, we'll do the eviction then. It's not, it's, it's not going to break us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did. And we, we did. We waited. She sent the money on time and it, everything was hunky-dory bobo. That was last month. Yeah. Two months ago. Last, last month. month. Last month. Last month. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yep. No, it was two months ago. No, it was January. Mm. Yeah. When? Don't fight it. 100%. Mm. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, because she sent us the email in Mexico that she was being deported. And oh, then on January I was 1st, in Mexico. I'm like, I don't remember any of this in Mexico. <laughs> it's because we weren't in Mexico on January 1st. Mm. It's all coming together now. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. So. Well, yeah, it was great. Uh, that's the end of the story. But, oh, wait. This month, no rent from her. So, what do you think's going on? I mean, like, I had all these suspicions. No, that doesn't make any sense. And COVID, she's lying, and the accounts, and it's all BS. And then she paid it, and it was all good, and everything she said was accurate. And then she doesn't pay. And so she gets, you know, she gets her rent reminders, right? Yeah. And then uh, yesterday, I said, you know, Gab looks at me and goes, what are we doing on this? I'm like, well... If we send an email, remember the last time we sent emails? Yeah. She doesn't respond. So we send an email and we patiently wait. It will be the end of the day before we realize, okay. She what hasn't we, responded. Yeah. She hasn't responded. She's not going to respond. Even though you have a communications agreement, some people, they just don't read their emails. So you're just wasting a day by sending an email. And I said, what are we going to do on February 3rd? You're going to call her because you have a soft spot. You know, this happened last month. I'm sure it's just like last month, a misunderstanding. And she's a relatively good tenant. So let's let's not just go down there with a piece of paper saying, you're evicted. No, let's, let's just think this through. So let's give her a call. Well, and if you recall from last month, we don't want to evict her. We want her to stay and see out the end of her lease yeah. and then move on at that point. But it's a business. And if we need to treat it as such. But the second we go down there, I go drive down there, drive 45 freaking minutes to go drop that off. And I knock on the door and she's like, oh, I, oh sorry about that. I, my, my phone's dead and some, <laughs> I can't have access to me. There's going to be something stupid. It's going to be something stupid. So I said, Gab, just call her. I know I hate Opening breaking up the our, line. Yeah, breaking our communication. But you already did it last month anyway, so let's just do it again. I don't think that she, we want her really to stay afterwards after this lease. Let's just get through this lease. So she calls, left a message yesterday afternoon. Nothing so far. Yeah. Now we're on February 3rd. So what did we do? We tried calling. We sent the email. She's, you sent a follow-up email with that call. Yeah. Right? No response. No response. On either end. It's, it's, it's two days late now. Yeah. Well, so clearly days. avoiding, you know. It's not like people these days don't have access to their phones. Like they have their phones. So, <laughs> and it is her obligation to pay the rent. So, what do we do? Yeah. We drive 45 minutes and drop off an eviction notice. Yeah. Well, either that or we just file directly with RTDRS. What is the outcome that we're hoping for? Get her out or get it paid? Paid, personally. So, I got to do exactly what I did last month, which is it's probably going to end up being me driving down there unless you're okay with knocking on the door. Yeah, I don't like taking those uh, those tasks. <laughs> so one of us has to go drive down there and knock on the door. Oh my gosh, it was such a misunderstanding. I'm going to go run to the bank and then I'm going to drive it to your house and I'll give you cash. 
And I have a feeling this is going to be an, an ongoing issue because she clearly does not respect this agreement. She doesn't respect us. Um, the respect is gone. I would like her gone, but at the same time, the outcome that we want the most is for her to just pay. She paid the late fee last month yep. in full. No, no issues with she that. She volunteered to pay it. Yeah. yeah. So the, you know, filing directly with the RTDRS is, I mean, we can do that and then we can serve her the hearing, but I just feel like the, it's not going to, if we want her out quickly, that's the best approach. If yeah. we've made the, if we've made the decision that she's gone, then we file directly with the RTDRS and then we give her the hearing, um, serve her the hearing notice whenever we get it in a day or two. Mm -hmm. That will be the fastest way to get her out. If we serve her a 14-day eviction notice, she's got 14 days to pay. And then if she pays within the 14 days, then it's canceled. And all the, yeah, just learn, uh, read the Residential Tenancies Act and 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 know your way around it. That's that's the way that she's going to get out of that. And it's going to just, it's going to take us, it's going to, it's going to eat more time. Yeah. And if we're trying to get her out, then we do not want to give her more time. We just want to, if it takes two months to get her out, we need to start that process right now. Yeah. And here's the other thing is that like, um, you know, you need to keep in mind that you are running a business, but there's always considerations. And we actually have the basement suite of that property uh, becoming vacant at the end of this month. So we are also trying to fill that vacancy right now. So if that doesn't get filled and then we kick her out, we all of a sudden have the entire property vacant and bringing in no income. So yes, it's a business, but at the end of the day, just like know what your outcome is, know what the situation is, and then make the decision that makes sense for you. For me, besides this, besides these two months being late, like she has been a good tenant. She has always paid on time. She has had a couple silly little um, requests or complaints. Um, but aside from that, like she's, you know, been fine. We can't expect to always have like incredible tenants who never complain about anything like stuff will happen. So yeah, I, I would prefer to just see out the end of her lease, which is up in June. It's not that far away, but yeah, unless something's happened and she's avoiding us and doesn't have money to pay rent anymore, then of course. Uh, <laughs> this is I wish she would have just picked up her phone. <laughs> a fun episode. <laughs> Yeah. You want to know the worst thing? Thank you. I all I see. I don't even care what it is. All I see is Annette in the comments saying completely, completely different, different topic. topic. And we're on thank it. you. I've got twenty six <laughs> minutes to turn this thing around. For the love of God, thank you. I just want to say. Ah, oh, never mind. No, I'm going to take this opportunity for a segue. <clears throat> uh can you talk about strategically purchasing your own home? Huh. <laughs> We've spoken about it before Wayne. So that means she's referring to me, but I think it could. Is that funny? Gab almost spit her coffee across the room. <laughs> she said Wayne. So obviously she's talking about me. <laughs> Thanks for that little side note. Or, like it could have been we have we have spoken about it before comma Wayne as like she's just addressing me but I think gr grammatically what she's saying is that Annette and I have spoken about it personally before yes and not just grammatically correctly addressing me 
Okay. Uh, she goes on to further say, uh, but I think it could benefit others as well. Uh, now, the goal, the, the discussion that she wants to have is the goal, the outcome is accumulating more buy and hold properties. And then that follows up by, again by saying yes on a coaching call uh, that Wayne and I had, uh, but not into super detail. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tiptoe around this one today. This is a live show and not a coaching call. When you are signing mortgage documents for your primary residence, it's been a little while since I've done it, but there is a declaration that you need to make that no one else has an interest in this property and that this will be used as your personal residence. Okay. They want to know they are asking you and you, you, you swear you can do it on a Bible. No. Yes. I mean, I'm sure you could, but your lawyer doesn't have a Bible that they get you to do it on. They ask you to put your hand up and they say, I can, we can get you a Bible if you'd like. Legit. I do not recall that. Well, when's the last time you did it? They, you put your hand up and say, I do declare that, okay. that everything that I have said is, is, is stated to be true. Okay. Or is, is, is deemed to be true, whatever. So. I say that, I preface with that because they are asking you to swear in a Bible or to declare that your intention is for this to be your home. They want you to swear your intent. Okay. So if you have intent to buy this property and turn it into a rental property in three months, you just swore on a Bible saying that you weren't. That was not your intent. Okay. If you buy a, a primary residence, a personal residence, and in a few months, a few years, something changes, your circumstances change, you want to buy a new house because you don't like this house anymore, you don't like the neighborhood, and it doesn't make financial sense for you to sell it, then you can rent out that property. That is your right. Okay. But if you are putting together uh, uh, an investment strategy where you're buying a house, living in it for X amount of months or X amount of years, and then buying another house, we're talking about taking advantage of low, low down payment insured mortgages, like 5% down CMHC mortgages, to make your money stretch. Instead of having to put 20% down for a down payment, you're only putting five. If that is your investment strategy, then... Uh, it's, uh, I mean, technically if, if, if all were out on the table and we were in a court of law, then that would be mortgage fraud. Technically you also just lied to your God. Um, so there's that too. <laughs> okay. Um, but things do change and in a court of law, and if someone was trying to find you guilty of said mortgage fraud, 
because you were just so like so dumb and you were so aggressively doing it that like you bought a house for 5% down. You said you were living in it. You put tenants in it. Three months later, you bought another one for 5% down. You said you moved into it, but you never actually moved into it or you moved into it for three months. And suddenly they're looking at you and being like, hey, 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 you signed, you declared that this was going to be your primary residence and you've bought five, four, four properties in the last two years all with CMHC financing where you declared that it was going to be your primary residence. And that's quite clear that that is not the case. In a court of law, they cannot prove your intent. Your intent, the only people that can prove your intent is you and God, your God. So it'd be a very tough case for them. They bring Jesus to the stand. <laughs> okay. All of this, it was very important to preface all of this because I am not telling anyone to commit mortgage fraud yes. or to lie to God. That's my answer. <laughs> Is that enough information? I think that I think that I think that's enough information for the and you know, I hate this. This is terrible. I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I ask people to ask questions and then they ask questions and I give them answers like that, which is totally not fair. Yeah. Um, now, if you ask me, you know, who's a good accountant in, in Edmonton? <laughs> that's an easy one. I can give you that answer. But when they're complicated questions like this, I or when they're complicated questions about should I do multifamily? Mm, I need more time and I don't give BS answers. I don't even on the show. I refuse to. I absolutely refuse to. I'm not like every other podcast. I'm not like every other coaching program. I don't give BS general answers. You want a BS general answer? Go order a book off Amazon. You'll get plenty of them. Go take your $7,500 course or coaching program. Go get your BS answer somewhere else. I don't do it. So. (sighs) Can I just say something here? Yeah. We have the Russell Westcott in the house. <laughs> hey, Russell. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Is this when he joined in? <laughs> <laughs> when Wayne's going on a rant. <laughs> About, it's, I, I'm not going to give people justifications to commit mortgage fraud. Now, um, if you already own a home, okay, you bought a home a year ago, and you've thought about real estate investing and you want to buy and you want to move into another home and buy another home for 5% down, I would, I would, without knowing the details of your mortgage terms, without knowing the details of your financial situation, without knowing anything else, I would not advise you, general, generally speaking, I would not advise you to sell your property because you're going to get hit with mortgage penalties. You don't have that much equity. You paid three, two or 3% CMHC fee. So you lost that already. You get limited equity. You're going to, if you sell your property, you're probably going to lose money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. At the very least, you're going to lose your down payment that you used. So no, don't, I, I would recommend not selling it. If you're a real estate investor and you're planning on growing your portfolio and you're going to be buying a new 5% down primary residence anyways, rent out the old property. Yeah. I was going to say people's situations change all the time. And like in, um, I think this particular situation, like moving cities, you don't know where you want to end up. You don't know what neighborhoods are great. You don't know what school you want your kids to be in. You know, like all those factors come into play. So yeah, you're going to buy a place and settle into it until you know 
you know, like you and I, Wayne, still don't know where we want to really like truly settle. Oh, I know where we're going. You just don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, people's situations change all the time and there are those factors to take into play. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, uh, So the comment, uh, follow up comment was not planning to buy, purchase several houses under the guise of being my residential home, more so like one living it for a year and then rent it out. Same thing. That kind of still falls under it. I and mean, you gotta gotta be careful with the way that you say it. Now, I've always believed that any house that you buy, you should buy it with the intention of it being a rental property in the future. Even though that's not your intention, you should buy it considering if your situation changes. If my situation changes, yeah. will this work as a rental property in the future? That's just smart. That's just being smart. That's just being smart. Yeah. That's just being financially smart. Be very strategic that if you know that you're going to, hey, if you also know that you, I don't plan on living here for a long time, I'm going to be buying another house, then make sure that the house that you're moving into, the one that you're buying as your primary residence will work as a rental property in the future. If you know that you're planning on moving again in the future, that's not, that's not mortgage fraud. That is not lying. That's just, hey, I am buying this house as my primary residence. That is my intention. My intention also is that I'm probably going to be moving in a few years to a new neighborhood. That's fine. But buying it with the intent to just rent it out in six months or or not even move into it at all, that is mortgage fraud. Yes. So you got to just, just make sure you're doing it right. You know what I mean? And this isn't just me just giving proper advice. This is just generally, you know, just yeah, do it right. Yeah. Don't live in the gray area. Definitely. I hate gray areas. I hate them. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Lindsay, it's funny. I think I, it was almost like I was reading your comment. I just read it now and see that um, you had you had commented basically the same thing that I said, um, you know, changing cities and not knowing where to settle and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, it, that is a great lens to be uh, looking through it at. Um, you want to read Patrick's comment? Yeah, I am going to read Patrick's comment right now. So. Patrick says, biggest learning we had when buying our personal residence is consider buying a personal property that would be a great investment when you move on. Our first personal residence was a condo that wouldn't cash flow with 20% down. A better strategy would be to buy a house with a suite, live in one unit, and rent the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you're, all, if you're moving into a condo, you already have people above you, below you, on either side of you. Like, why not just, yeah, get into a property with another suite? You know, people say, I don't, I don't want somebody living below me. But in that situation, it's more or less the same. Yeah. So, yeah, make a financially sound decision instead of buying something that won't make sense down the road when your situation changes. I've heard a million times before, you know, you should never get attached to vehicles. They're depreciating assets. You should never get attached to a vehicle because you're always just going to keep it. You're always going to keep putting more money into it. It's just a horrible idea. Same thing with houses. And I, and Gabby and I have, have argued over this one or debated over this one many a times is that I, I try not to make a home too much of a home, which is terrible, but it is terrible. <laughs> but that's Hallmark speaking. That's not you speaking. That's Hallmark. This is 1950s ad men speaking, not you. Okay? This was implanted in your head, which was, sorry, implanted in your grandparents' head, which was implanted in your parents' head, and then everybody else that you know. This is like, oh, a home, you know, make your house your home. Eat, pray, love. The, 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 you know, all the, the little stickers in your, in, your, in your living room and stuff. They, okay, that's someone else speaking. That's not you speaking. Yes, we all need a place where we can feel safe and warm and, and where we can wear sweatpants. And I get it. But at the same time, if it's forcing you to make unsound financial decisions, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Sigh. And, and you know what? It is your home. And if that if that condo, high-rise condo that would never work as an investment property is perfect for you, then do that. But um, this, is, this is not me um, using Patrick as an example. This is just generally speaking. That's fine. If that's what you want, if that's what makes you happy, absolutely. Just don't complain about it because you made a decision, right? You made a decision at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And you can't complain about it. Um, no, me, I, I, I have a goal in, to which I am trying to achieve. So every decision that I make without throughout our life, whether that be personally, whether that be financially, whether that be in our business, um, it's all dedicated towards getting to that goal. And Gabby doesn't know where that is, but we've had discussions about it. It's, it's a very, it's a moving target. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it's just a house that you sleep in. It's my opinion on it. Um, and Lind- we've, Lindsay we've, agrees to disagree with you as well. That's totally fine. And that's totally fine. Everyone is different. Everyone has a different roadmap and everyone is looking for a different destination. And on that roadmap, some people, you know, it's important for them to, to, to have some of those things right now rather than not later. Mm-hmm. Right. You also need to enjoy the journey. So for some people that is important. Certainty is important to some people. Yes. Okay. Not so important to me. It's, it's all about growth for me. So more topics from the cabinet tree. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, and, and you know really what I want, I, I want every, everyone's journey is going to be different and everyone's destination is going to be different. So that's my opinion. I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to connect with some of the people that are, that are like me or similar to me mm-hmm. and, and Gabby and, and Lindsay are going to connect with other people who are on different paths. So it's funny though, because, um, Lindsay is very much like you. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's different. No. Once you do that pie chart and you know, those of you who've been to cabinet sheet, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, once you do that pie chart, everyone's pie chart's different. Yeah. The things that, and what he means by pie chart is there's categories and things that matter to you. So what are, what are the most important things for you to thrive? Um, so you're going to have to come to the cabinet retreat if you want to know what the heck we're talking about, but it is. It's not going to have the same effect if I go through it. No, just it won't, but it is such an eye opener as <clears throat> to how you're living your life and doing that. Um, exercise can really, really um, unlock things that you didn't realize about yourself and help you, um, you know, like really secure a sound future and making sure that you're taken care of on levels that really resonate with you Mm -hmm. and help you thrive. Um, Annette said, says here, it's so hard to find the balance between business and finding a home, a family home. Um, Yeah. I mean, it just go back to the roadmap, right? You know, you can, you can buy your family home right now right? Mm-hmm. Um, or you can use your personal residence as a tool towards getting to your goal. But you have to choose, right? If you if 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 on your roadmap, it is, you know, I want a family home in two years, somewhere I'm going to live for the rest of my life and, and really, you know, plant some roots. Then that's fine. And just, you know, you won't be using just just know that you'll be limited in, in that particular tool that you can use. Your personal residence is a tool towards your goals, right? You can you can access equity through a HELOC. Yeah. Um, you know, you can buy it and know that you're going to be moving in a few years to a different neighborhood. You know what I mean? And then that's going to create more equity for your, you know, for your um, your long-term goals and cash flow, whichever, appreciation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? But, um, you know, you need to make that decision on what's most important to you. And can you wait for that perfect home for another five or 10 years? 
So uh, us personally, we've talked about this before. Um, we're in a bit of a transitionary period right now where it just made financial sense that we move back into one of our rental properties. Yeah. It checked all the boxes. You know, we wanted a better community for our daughter. Um, Gabby and I work from home. So like, I don't even see the reason for us to be living here anymore. Um, we're not quite at the stage where we can make that that transition to BC yet because I, I still have to manage my business day to day. It's not up and running on its own. So I can't leave the province yet. So... And we just made, we were trying to check off a bunch of different boxes where, you know, we want a community for our daughter, which she didn't have in our previous neighborhood. Close um, to our only family members in Alberta. <laughs> we wanted to be closer to family members, right? And we wanted to be, to be close to school. Yeah. And we literally had a rental property come up with yeah. a vacancy. And we're check, like, check, why don't check. we just move into there? Yeah. It just made total sense. And it was, you know, it was a very quick decision too. Like literally, as Gabby just said, check, 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 check. Yeah. Like, all right, let's do it. It That'll was pretty be- much overnight. <laughs> yeah not the move but the the decision yeah oh yeah it was in a couple hours yeah and you know it just made the most sense it checked all the boxes made financial sense it made sense for all the other different boxes and for the three of us it makes total sense i mean like we don't need a giant house yeah. we do have plans um we know where we're moving in the, in the long term a uh, mid to long term in a couple of years probably two once the business is up and running, that's the only thing I'm waiting on right now. It's just trying to get this business up and running where I can hire individuals to take care of it. Yeah. And then I can do it remotely. That's the only reason we're not leaving right now. Yeah. Um, Cause I can still do coaching from wherever. Yeah. Right. I can still hold events and just fly in. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. So we're very close, but you know, that's how, that's how we made our decision. Make your own decision, you know. And that's a financial decision. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we know that we might be, a, you know, like a few years out or who knows how far out, but we decided no. I said two years. Okay, two years Stop. or two years. Stop no, I mean, me but we've been here for, but we've been here for almost a year. So that's why I said really? yeah, oh, shit. a few years out when we made that decision. We could have went and bought a house that we wanted to live in for three years, but that didn't make financial sense. But people get so attached to, um, you know living in their dream house or, you know, whatever their situation may be that it's not always sound financial choices. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just finally read Lindsay's comment here and says, I'm going to disagree Wayne. And I, and I totally respect that. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, your environment is your biggest source of sensory input to regulate and thrive. And you know, um, what's funny, Lindsay is like, this is says the guy who like, has his guitars all put up behind him and set up his office perfectly so that he can like pause and, you know, jam on his guitars and he's got a really cool setup. And he says that, you know, I'll wait till you're done. Then I'll defend myself. Go ahead. <laughs> keep going. Can I? May I'm just I? Saying, Are you done? Did you, you run nice out of words? Little, nice little setup for somebody who doesn't care about their environment. <laughs> what are you talking? I never said I don't care about my environment. I know. Fair enough. I said that I checked all the boxes that I needed. This literally works for me. This is yeah. exactly pretty much the same setup that I had in the last house. It this is. is what I need. Yeah. Do you have everything you need? Yeah. A nice newer house. Checks all the boxes. Nice new neighborhood. Yeah. Lots of walking places to go walks. And you got your own office. Yeah. Our daughter has friends that literally, like 10 friends that live within 0.25 kilometers yeah, of us. Yeah, a couple blocks. Yeah. Like a couple blocks everywhere. And her school's right there. And you can walk her. You just save three hours a day. And, you know, driving. driving her to school, I'm pretty sure we checked off all the boxes for us. So it made sense did. for us. And I said, everyone's going to have their own circumstances and their own things and their own destinations. So, you know, make your own decisions. I just wanted to give you ours 
just in case it I was helps. referring to you saying not decorating your house when I wasn't talking <laughs> oh, about this house, not checking boxes. Just a, just a couple <laughs> guitars. Uh, I'm going to put some stickers up on the wall, though. <laughs> the Eat, Pray, Love? Yeah. Or I Live, Laugh, Love, or yeah. whatever. Um, you do you, boo. All right. It's going to finish going through these questions here. What a, what, a ter- what a terrific episode today. What do I title it? <laughs> I think I'm still, I think the, 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 the big topic of today's conversation was, was the utility rates. So, uh, <laughs> stay tuned for, uh, the topic or the, 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 the name of the title of this episode. It's going to be OMG. What's up with utility rates? <laughs> I'm going to have to get Gabby to type the letters in because I, I'm going to, I don't cringe. think I could, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cringe that that's what we talked about for 20 minutes. <laughs> um, Annette says, uh, we did this last, this past year, sold our bigger home to purchase a suited house that we've been in for a year. We're trying to decide if we want to do that same thing again. Well, I mean, if you're going to be moving anyways, that would be, that would be a logical decision. Logical. Yeah. If you, but you know, emotions are emotions and you do you. I think we're all caught up. We are all caught up. Uh, Varsh, <laughs> Varsh in the comments. What's happening with utilities in Alberta? Did you sleep in? No, I think he's suggesting a title. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, thought you just, I thought you just woke up and came on the show. No, Varsh <laughs> did not sleep in because I'm pretty sure he's up in the top three leading the the uh, top fan of oh, the show. Oh, okay. I apologize. And as far as my uh, tally says, I know that there's like a six-way race or something like that, but he's also in the... Um, tied for the number two spot for fan of the month. That's already, fantastic. That's so, fantastic. Bravo, Varsh. Thanks for Varsh. showing up every day. Um, I, I, I can't see everyone. I can't see everyone because sometimes I'm just talking. I'm not looking at the screen. I can't visually see every all everyone, but I can just see like a little glimpse of like who's on. So yeah. uh, I know that you're you're right on it. So, but uh, uh, do you want to talk for the last couple of minutes about the or should we save this for tomorrow? Um, the new tenant management program that you found. Mm, save it. We only have save what it? a minute okay. left. Okay, so stay tuned for tomorrow. We've got um, Gabby found a new tenant management program, and I believe it's free. It is free. There's paid options, but like the free version <clears> gives <throat> you so much that, like, I think for lots of people starting out, it's really all you need. Mm. Um, really cool. A fellow investor uh, suggested to it to me a few days ago, and I've been kind of dabbling around, poking around, seeing what it's all about, and it seems pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I also saw Russell, um, his comment there, and we, I, I was just scrolling through all the comments, and he said that he just finished his 4 a.m. mastermind. And I Ooh. think that's freaking awesome. Bravo. That's awesome. That's. Do you remember, Gabby, when I tried to start a mastermind, an early morning mastermind on Sundays? Yeah. And no one was down for it? Yeah. You t- well, even just getting uh, people to show up for a 6 a.m. podcast. Yeah. It's, it's tough for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I admire that. That's dedication right there. That is dedication to yeah. something that you believe in and that you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> if you can get up at 4 a.m. to do a mastermind, you can do just about anything. Hell yeah. If you can get up at 6 a.m. to listen to a podcast and get your questions answered so you can go and kick Take ass. Take action. That's awesome. Yeah. we got one minute left. Here's a great opportunity. Uh, talked about this yesterday. I asked people to really look further and deeper into the things that they were putting off, you know, for that, that accountability, um, episode that we did. Mm -hmm. 
I'm curious, I'm going to leave this open for a minute. How many people really looked at it yesterday, questioned it, and came up with some new things that they needed to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> Dang it, <laughs> you guys. The song's about 30 seconds long, so it's just going to take us right into our end music. Okay, so you're just going to play this out and then be like, peace out, peeps. <laughs> Annette did come up with something that she was putting off. She's going to contact her Are you going to talk through this really loud music? It's not that loud, is it? I don't know. It's loud in my ears. Mm, she did come up with something uh, that she's putting off. She's going to contact her parents to be JVs. Amazing. Hmm. I like it. Just change your words. To what? Contact. Anybody can contact their parents to be JVs. I'm going to get my parents to be JVs. Aha. Just, it's just to change your words. That's all it is. Just. That's all it is. Just words. <laughs> Ooh, touche. She says. Be intentional. I mean, why are you calling them? Are you calling them just to contact them to be JVs? Or are you calling them to be JVs? Sorry, I wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing at Tony's comment. Oh, boy. (laughs) Now you're going to read it. Tony's big accountability item for the day is to go sign up for fixed utility rates. (laughs) You go, Tony. You got this. (laughs) <laughs> big things coming for you buddy <laughs> uh, oh man all right let's wrap it up all right guys think about that today okay i want you to really think about it and then give me something better tomorrow and annette that is great i'm not saying congrats yeah. annette just change those words yeah get your verbiage right so that you can make it happen okay can i can i give a can i talk about annette for a second real fast and that's fucking killing it yeah she is All right, see you guys tomorrow. (laughs) Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 